0: Indie film sucks! Indie
1: film sucks! It's the Indie Film Sucks Podcast! Yeah! Coming at you from the main streets of St. Louis from a basement on South Broadway, the Indie Film Sucks Podcast. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Here we are. You're supposed to say because independent
0: film sucks. It sucks. It doesn't suck. I don't know. You know, a lot of it sucks, but. Most we, of it sucks. But we had a very non sucky uh, uh, event happen just recently. Yes. So why don't you talk about it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, we had our first public screening of Red Night at Skies. Yes. At the historic High Point Theater. Finally, we was able to get
0: it out to, for other people to see. Yes. And I got to see it for the first time with everybody. Yeah. As I said before, I'd only seen the extreme rough cut of the first edit, which, you know, when you see a first edit of a film, uh, it ju- the scenes are just supposed to make sense to bleed into the other scene. Yeah. More or less. And uh, we gave notes to the editor after we saw it, and after he, he put those notes in from us. I didn't want to see it again until it was complete, and I'm so happy that I didn't see it till just a couple of days ago.
1: Yeah, I uh, I wish I was in that boat, but I have <laughs> seen it
0: a lot of times. Well, it, it's pretty fresh in my head how I got to see it, so maybe we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But you know, we know we wanted to have a, a screening for everybody who was involved. So before we got to w- the event, we had really, really worked hard on planning out the night to make sure everybody had a really good experience. Oh, yeah. Because that was really what I wanted for them. I wanted to make an experience for them that they'd remember forever. You know, there's not too often you get to see uh, somebody you know in a movie and you get to see their, I know you're not supposed to call it a premiere, (laughs) but it was our premiere, St. Louis premiere. And um, we really focused on the enjoyment of others. Yeah. I know that's what it was about for us when we said, okay, we wanted this theater. Uh, We'd love to have a little after party. We want to have a professional photographer there to take pictures. And um, the High Point Theater was just a fantastic location for the first screening of this. Oh, yeah. And uh, Chris Clark really helped us out there. Thank you, Chris Clark. We really appreciate it. So we got there early a little bit uh, because we had to set up a few things. We had to set up, make sure the... um, uh, the posters were where we needed them for uh, some of the photos. And we had a little uh, table set up for a little bit of merch for people to, uh, to, to to buy a copy of the movie. And Game of the Year and posters, right? Yeah. And crazy, uh, a lot of people decided to
1: go ahead and, <laughs> and buy a lot of the stuff at the table. Which is not surprising because it's, it's kind of that party atmosphere. Because, I mean, I've, I've said before, the local screening... In the grand scheme of things, doesn't mean that much. And and as far as like the life of your film, it really doesn't. It's the local screening. You're you're not gonna. I mean, unless you're screening it like the Chinese theater, or some shit like that. Right. You. It's all just gonna be people you know. So it's a very friendly audience, and uh, you're you're not gonna, you're you're not gonna, get that next level stuff out of the local screening. But what you are gonna do is make everybody who is somehow involved in the film either directly or indirectly very happy.
0: Yeah, and I, I think it, it and not just with the viewing of the movie, it's with the whole night. Yeah, with the whole the whole night and
1: you know, in in that environment people are going to buy DVDs.
0: Yeah, and they they sure did. And when we got there obviously it was just a handful of us. Yeah. You know, our, our immediate family and and us setting stuff up and you know, maybe uh putting some signs on some seats so, you know, <laughs> they wouldn't be taken so uh, our immediate family had had a place to sit next to us, so we get there, and then uh, about forty five minutes later, people just start getting in there, like all at once. Yeah. it was jam, is jam packed. I don't know how many tickets are sold. But it looks like there weren't too many empty seats.
1: No, I mean it, it was not a sellout, which was a bummer to me because it's our hometown. You figure we'd have a sellout. We've been doing this for so long, but we sold over 300 tickets in a 400 seat theater. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was really good. That's well, not and a bad turnout. Yes, it was. It was pretty packed. The lobby uh, before the movie started was
0: <laughs> like gridlock. You know, yeah, it's like uh, uh, traffic at four o'clock on 270. You know, and. Um, Just everybody was dressed up pretty nice. Everybody was having a good time, anticipating the movie. Yeah, and uh, finally, uh, the movie started a little bit late because there's so many people still uh, in line getting, you know, the popcorn and beer or whatever. But I finally get in there, and I I didn't realize how packed it was till I got back in there because I was in the lobby for the most part. Yeah, Uh, getting pictures and everything. And I get in there, I'm like, holy shit. Wow, we this is great. I hope, hope everybody is experiencing what we wanted, wanted them to experience, you know, which is when when there's it's packed lobby, and people are elbow to elbow. It, it creates another type of level to your atmosphere. It's very, very energizing.
1: Yeah, I, and and the other the important thing I've always thought about doing local screenings, which I've done since my very first short film, you know, in nineteen. Well, I guess we screened it in two thousand, so twenty three years ago, the very first short film I did. We had a screening for that, and every subsequent movie is because so many people work on things that either never get finished hmm. or never see the light of day. And you can ask anyone who's worked in film in any capacity at, at, at this lower budget level, do you have projects that you have never seen? I would say it's probably going to be almost 100% yeah. There are things I've worked on that I've never seen. I probably never will see.
0: I absolutely have, and there's some things I'm very happy never made it to the light of day. <laughs> 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 to be honest, whether it be a you know a, a commercial or a, a independent feature film, you, you know the some of my been have been real stinkers. Yeah, and there's been some that you know made it out there and you know weren't so great either. But there's been some good ones I've been pretty fortunate to be in that did finish, and uh, they still
1: didn't have big screenings. Yeah, I, I think it's important as filmmakers. And, and this is why we did a, a backyard film series last year and the year before where we showed all of our previous work. And and we did that as sort of the run-up to going into production for Red Night at Skies mm-hmm. uh, the first time. And my initial thought was, look, we've made all this stuff. And we still have all this stuff. Why don't we show all of our stuff? Those were fun nights we had here in my backyard. And we had, you know, pretty good turnout for, for that, each one. Yeah. And uh, that's the whole point. Like, why do this stuff if you're not going to show it? Why make movies if people aren't going to see it? Exactly. I mean, the whole point of making f- your art
0: is so people can see it and hopefully, you know, they enjoy it and want to see more. Yeah. I mean, we talk about it being
1: a commodity. And make no mistake, it is. It's show business. And I know that's kind of a, a, t- a, a tired saying, you know, it's show business. But it is. But at the same time, it's also art. It's show. show. You know that's that's the whole point. So I mean, if you just wanted to make money, there are many better uh, <laughs> ways you can do it other than filmmaking. Right. But it's if you're if you're passionate
0: about it, like we are, and all independent filmmakers are passionate about filmmaking. Gotta be. Uh, yeah. If you don't have passion for it, don't if, do it. Holy cow. You're just in for, gosh, you're just in for a hell of a shitty road, a shitty ride. Yeah. And you're torturing yourself because it's extremely hard. That's a part of the suck. Yeah, so we wanted to show this film. It's part of our art. It's part of our, it's what we do, right? So we get in the theater finally, jam-packed, and I'm sitting next to my wife. And I have, like, there's a lot of people there I know. Yeah. And we show all the feature trailers. Yeah. So the first one was amphetamine, and <laughs> that was a while back. I forgot how I forgot how young I was once. Yeah, <laughs> looking, looking at that, but
1: uh, people seem to like every single one of them. Yeah, I mean we got applause for them, and it's funny because you could see the progression from each film. Oh yeah, they got better as they went along until they finally, you know, got up to the the main event.
0: Yes, and so like I, I just said a minute ago, it was the first time for me to see this. Uh, the way it was cut and yeah. edited with music. And, you know, it's a it's a finished fucking movie, right? So I'm sitting there, and I know Jeff is really good at what he does. Yeah. But you never know until you see the film if it turned out like you had imagined or even close, right? Sure. So I'm nervous a little bit. I'm sure you probably were too. You've seen it a bunch, but you're probably still a little nervous for the reactions. Uh, a little bit. I mean, I, I thought it was going to play really well. Okay, good. Good. You like I said you always believed in it, and I believed in the film too. We start the the, the movie, and within the first shit sixty seconds, of opening the way it was cut, because uh, you'd I, never seen the opening credits no, before. No, I was like, oh, fuck. All right, <laughs> this is going to be good. Yeah, I think Jeff went far beyond what I expected him to. And then the movie goes, and I forgot how many. It's an action horror film. Yeah. Easy. But it also has some drama in it. Yeah. Uh, Some real heartfelt stuff. And it also has some good humor. Yeah. And people were laughing out loud. Yeah. In some certain areas, which (laughs) I'd forgotten, you know, that there is some little areas in there people can laugh. But some places I didn't expect to laugh and got them, you know. And then uh, also you see the suspense building up and, you know, people are jumping a little bit here and there and uh, (laughs) wincing at some, you know, some parts of it because of just the sheer, uh, I I guess, the horror aspect of it. There's there's definitely some creepy shit in there. So the movie has some drama, has some comedy, has some action and some horror stuff in it. So it's got a little bit of everything in it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just thought the way he directed and all the actors killed it god damn i was so impressed with all the acting yeah i, I knew we had a good group of actors and we've, we've always been lucky enough to work with really good talented actors and uh, most of them all, all local and uh they
1: they all put their a game on man yes yeah, very solid man very solid film my only issue of course was uh the projection was slightly fucked up and you know, slightly, I've, slightly. Yeah, slightly. But very slightly. I mean, it wasn't. It was just like a little bit of lag, uh, in in the movie. A little bit of a stutter. But that was had nothing to do with the movie. That no, one. that was a projection issue.
0: Yeah.
1: I've screened tons of stuff, tons of times, and I don't think I've ever had a perfect screening that I was fully happy with. I don't know if any director, for a definitely. I mean, once you get to a certain level. Then you have to expect, you know, James Gunn is not like shitting his pants watching, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, right? I mean, it's right. It's a multi-million dollar film. It's going to be perfect. Sure. But for independence, for true independence, for low budget independence, whenever you get to the screening, you never really know what you're going to get. What what the festival is going to do with the projection, with the sound, what what theater is going to do, what you know, whatever coffee shop you're showing the <laughs> shit in, you never know what you're going to get. And we t- we did test it. And the uh, the files were way too dark because of the projector settings, so we had to we had to boost up the uh, the brightness. But I will say this: the sound was spot on all the way through, which I was so happy about. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, uh, thanks to Sean Kilker, our our oh, sound guy, yes, uh, and and thanks to Jeff, our editor, for an excellent mixing job. And thanks to Gus. Gus Stevenson, wow, who put together an amazing original score.
0: Yeah, speaking of original, I had some I had I had so many DMs. First, let me let me just say thanks again to everybody that came out to this thing because it was a it was an amazing time. And uh, I had so many DMs and text messages to me over the last couple of days uh, about how much they enjoyed not just film but the whole thing. Like, we yeah. wanted them to. And uh, somebody messaged me and said, "Hey." I can't find this music you used anywhere on this like Zillow or Zil- I don't know some type of a uh, free music site. Yeah, and they're like we can't find your music. I said I know because it was all original. And they go, "Well, tell the guy whoever did it, you know, he did an awesome job. Built the suspense." I said, "I will." So, "Gus, there you go, buddy.
1: <laughs> you did an awesome job." Yeah, and that's our uh it's the second film he's he scored for us. The first one being Sound of Nothing, which was another uh, horror film. Right. Yeah, he did a great job for that, too. Yeah. For sure.
0: So, uh, everything, the, the little bit of lag you talked about, most people wouldn't even notice. No, well, it was a t-
1: all the filmmakers noticed, because okay. I talked to everybody afterwards, and they're like, yeah. But they know what it is. They knew what it is. I mean, everyone everyone realized, no, the film's not fucked up. It looks much better than than what the presentation was. And the presentation wasn't bad, mind you. I mean, it, it looked, most people didn't even know what the hell I'm talking about. No, it was just most on the
0: big panning shots. Yeah. That was it. Everything else is pretty good, but we did have lots of camera movements thanks to uh, Stanzi and uh, just man, just everything. Uh, let me say this, Chris. So, no matter what, I was going to be behind this movie for the next steps. You know, sure. pushing it out, and and you know, even if it was a half-ass movie, I'd have to give a hundred percent effort to sell the fucking thing. After I saw it, man. Uh, I don't have to fake anything. I mean, when I'm talking to people about, you know, trying to sell this movie, there's not going to be any hyperbole. It's not going to be any fake shit. It's all honest because it is a pretty, pretty good film. And I'm not saying that because I'm in it. I'm saying because I watched it. And man, it's just solid from getting to the end. Yeah. No, it's a solid, solid movie. Yeah. Even, even how Jeff had the uh, then scroll where you know the scroll is where everybody's names come up, the cast, crew, and all that, all that shit. Even that was cool looking, yeah, and the music matched that too. So uh, you're in for a treat. I hope you guys get to see it sometime really soon because it's it's a it's a damn good film.
1: No, it really is, and I'm I'm hoping again. I don't know because I have our, our work has definitely been hit or miss on the festival circuit. Mm. I mean, you could paper the walls of my house with the number of rejection emails <laughs> that I've received over the years from submitting films. And what's even worse than that is submitting films, and you don't even get a rejection email. You just get fucking rejected, and they don't even tell you you're rejected. You just find out because the festival is already underway. Yeah, it's and well, happening I guess, without Guess you. I didn't get in that. <laughs> so I don't know if we're gonna if we're gonna get in a bunch of festivals. We submitted to a bunch. It would be nice. It'd be nice to get in and play. But I mean, you know, to me that'll be the real proof. I know the movie's good. So for me, the proof is in the pudding if it plays well outside your hometown sure right and i think it will i think it's a very good film it it hit all the notes it needed to hit but the local screening is kind of like your mom telling you that you're good looking like oh that's great but it doesn't really count
0: right yeah so like you said earlier this was a very friendly environment yeah lots of family lots of friends uh, but there were filmmakers there who we know who would definitely be honest with us if they thought it was a shit. Oh, yeah. A shitter. So uh, those words were never uttered. No. You know, at all. And uh, w- the reason I think it should play, hopefully, in other markets um, besides St. Louis, because we know we've, we've had other films have success outside of St. Louis, and this movie is far, far better than any of those. Yeah. Like, it's, they're not even close. I'm about to step up. We it d- doesn't have a miss.
1: No. Yeah. I mean, that's when we when Cruiser fell apart and we've talked about that ad nauseum and I said, okay, if, if our next project is going to be a, a, a fraction of the budget, all the other things have to land. All the f- effects have to land. Mm-hmm. The, they did. From the, the technical side, everything has to land. The acting has to, you know, the story has to land. It mm-hmm. all has to be top notch. Because that for film, that's sort of baseline, right? I mean, you have to have a technically sound film. That's just a a basic assumption.
0: It takes the audience out of your picture.
1: Yeah. You know, that's why I always, always, always talk about sound, sound, sound. Mm. Sound is more important than picture. Because for the screening, the picture was a little bit fucked up. Not terrible, but a little bit. But people forgave that and didn't care and a lot of them didn't notice it. But if the sound would have been a little bit fucked up, they all would have noticed that Mm -hmm. and it would have thrown everybody out of the experience. That's right. It would not have played nearly as well. Even just a little bit of fuck up with your audio.
0: All of us actors, we really seem to mesh together really, really well. The energy is really good between us. I know we only had Bill for a short time and I was the only one working with him. But he came in like a Wow. He came in and just went. And, you know, we just bounced off of each other. And went really good. So Bill plays my dad in yeah. the film. And you, you couldn't tell me that he wasn't my dad or I wasn't his son. We just had really good. No, you had, chem- had great chemistry. It, it was just. And it was that way throughout the whole cast. It was very good.
1: And obviously I'd never worked with Mosley before. And I, I had heard by reputation that he was a really great guy to work with yeah. and really easygoing. But you know, I didn't know, right? You know, Bill's done some really big films, yeah. So I was like, is he going to be a dick? Is he going to think that we're like, you know, bargain basement? No, he was excellent, great guy, funny guy, uh, dream to work with. Took direction, you know. Who the hell am I? What have I done? You know, a bunch mm-hmm. of no, no budget, low budget films, and you know, he was just very respectful and, you know, just great to work with. Great experience, and just across the board, you know, the, the cast. Was, uh, was great to work with.
0: So, we didn't get to see all of the actors, but uh, uh, most of them showed up. Uh, most of the crew was able to show up. And uh, so, we got to see this film, and everybody enjoyed it. Everybody clapped, obviously, like I said, <laughs> it's, it's all our moms and dads and everything. But sometimes, family can also be your most harshest critic, though, too. Oh, yeah. You know, believe me, I, I've, I've heard it. <laughs> and, uh, and I haven't heard any negative thing from anybody.
1: Well, let me tell you this, because my brother was there. My brother also worked on the film. He was our uh, master of arms, gun wrangler. He would have told me if if he uh, didn't like the film. Because mm-hmm. he said that about stuff in the past, you know, where he didn't like this aspect or didn't like this actor or or whatever. Like, he didn't hold anything back. But, right, no punches pull- yeah, pulled. Yeah, no punches pulled. Mm-hmm. And he he was just, you know, pleased as punch with the movie. Awesome, I, I like to hear that. And And again... This is a friendly audience. It's uh, it's a real friendly screening. You know, these are not going to be your harshest critics, usually. So, uh, you know, take all that with a grain of salt. But as I've said before, and I'll say again, it is very important to do a screening for the people who worked on your film. You should do it in a theater if you can. Even if everyone's either getting paid or they're not getting paid or whatever, it makes everyone feel good. They get to see it in the environment it's designed for.
0: Yeah, it's like a a painting that everybody helped paint and then you never show the goddamn thing to anybody yeah you know so yeah that was really cool and then um, after you know the final credit ended uh, we got to go up in front of the whole theater uh, you and myself and Chris Mackey who we forgot to man- mention is a out on I don't, assignment I don't ass- <laughs> that fucker's got a lot of assignments he is always working he's a he's a hustler man he is No, that's that's why he's part of our team that's true uh, but, yeah, so uh, myself and Chris Mackey and you uh, got to get up there and, and talk a little bit about our film and independent filmmaking and, and took some questions, which, you know, it didn't, didn't take too long. We didn't want to take too long of time in front of people because they have been sitting there for an hour and a half yeah. you know, or so to watch us film and the, also the, uh, uh, the trailers beforehand. And we all knew we uh, wanted to go out and party. So that's what we did. Shout out to Ragazzi's on the hill. Ragazzi's on the hill. Yeah. So Ragazzi's is a really well-known Italian restaurant on the hill in St. Louis. And the hill in St. Louis is... The hill's a
1: famous uh, famous area. It's Italian. I mean, I'm not going to say what they used to call it. But it's the Italian area of St. Louis. And there's lots of great Italian restaurants. And Ragazzi's is probably one of the more famous ones.
0: It is. It is. And they really treated us like royalty there. They did. We had a great big banquet room. And we also had the outdoor patio that was covered up because it was a little cold. And that heater's on out there. And the bar was open to us. So we pretty much had run the whole restaurant.
1: Yeah. And it was packed with all of our people.
0: <laughs> yeah, it sure was. It, it was really packed. There's a couple hundred people just there. Yeah. And uh, we needed all the space we could. Uh, and, you know, everybody, you know, we, we provided food for everybody. And uh, it was a cash bar, so, you know, people could buy their own drinks or whatever, and there's plenty of that going on, too. Yeah. Uh, I did not have one drink till we got there. I didn't have a drink of beer or bourbon or nothing before the movie, because I wanted to, you know, see it through sober eyes. Yeah. And plus, I didn't have to get them take a leak in the middle of the film. So uh, I caught up pretty quick to everybody else <laughs> with some beers and some bourbons, and I Luckily, I didn't have to buy, a, everybody bought me something, so that was great. Hey, there you go. Yeah. And I talked to the owner of we he wanted pictures with everybody, so we did that too, uh, at when the night quieted down a little bit, because, like I said, there's a lot of people there, Yeah, and there's a lot of filmmakers there, um, some just starting out, and some who've been in the business for a long time, and uh, we just got to hang out and bullshit with them, and... I know I didn't see you or Mackie too much. We didn't talk a whole lot at the party because... We're talking to other people. Yeah, and that's what we wanted to do. You know, We talked to each other all the damn time. Yeah. So we definitely, uh, I think, all of us talked to everybody at different times, which is what I wanted. And uh, everybody, man, just had a great time. I had a great time watching everybody have a good time.
1: Yeah, that was probably the coolest thing for me for this whole experience, which is kind of different than, I mean... Amphetamine was a big event in St. Louis in St. Louis Independent Film because it was one of the first independent features shot here. Yeah, o- only only a handful of other feature films were shot before Amphetamine. You know, at that independent level, right? So that was a, a hugely packed house. It's a different era. This one. The the thing that I appreciated so much were all the other local filmmakers who had no involvement, really, in our film, Mm -hmm. who were there supporting us. That's right. It it just feels like, lately, the local community has really been coming together. And we, you know, this is a whole other
0: subject, but we have to come together. We do. We have to come together to build infrastructure here, uh, to help each other out. Yeah, because nobody's going to do it for us. No. No, it takes a lot of hard work. But yeah, so yeah, I got to talk with a lot of them uh, throughout the night. Uh, saw some beforehand, and I know they're just waiting to see the movie. And, you know, as, as a filmmaker, we all do our own thing. But we really want to, we want people to, to succeed. And yeah. They, they wanted ours to succeed, too, I can tell by the way they're talking. And it looked to me, they they enjoyed it. Yeah. The whole thing. And especially the
1: drinks and free food. <laughs> Well, we've seen a lot of good films uh, recently. We, we sure have. And, and just local films. Yeah, that's what I mean. We've seen a lot of good local films.
0: Yeah, and I know we're, we're going to expand into talking about other not local independent films here before too long. But we wanted to cover our hometown first, and there's still more coming out. We just watched Triple Xmas. Yeah, James
1: with... Dean's movie he was talking about. He was one of the first people on the podcast.
0: Yeah, so we'll be talking about that again here pretty soon.
1: Uh, I mean, it's got blood, it's got boobs. <laughs> what more do you need? Yeah, right. I don't need nothing but maybe a cocktail to watch it. There you go. Well, I'll have a drink with that one.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, there's been a lot of good stuff happening in this city. And I know we talked last podcast about, you know, the film incentive coming back to Missouri, which uh, can only help, too. We're going to figure out ways to, to help that with independence as well. And I,
1: And I did forget to mention I was remiss... When I was talking about the the powers that be that help independent film in St. Louis, how there's not much more beyond cinema St. Louis, which is true, but the Regional Arts Commission, the RAC, okay, yes. they're also a a a champion of film, let's say. I mean they they provide artist grants to filmmakers as well as other artists. So the Regional Arts Commission, they they are also an organization that is here to help filmmakers. So yeah. there, there are more resources than you might know about. You just have to dig a little bit. But, yeah, I'm going to tip my hat to them for doing good work.
0: That's another subject. I just want to get back to our movie real quick before we get out of here. Um, Chris, I want to thank you for trusting me with uh, the lead character in your biggest budget feature film to date. Uh, it meant a lot to me, and I took it very serious, and I was very happy to do so. And uh, I'm, I'm just happy you, you trusted me, and it, on, on screen it looked like everything worked out. It did.
1: Well, thank you for taking part in it.
0: Yeah, man. And thank you, Chris Mackey. Wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> because obviously this film's not getting done without him. No.
1: God, no. No, Mackey, uh, he was that uh, third person we needed, we talked about for years, that we didn't have. And, you know, Mackey has, has slotted into that spot. He sure has, and actually, throughout the evening, he was still running
0: around with producer mode hat on. Oh yeah, uh, he was making sure the DVDs were set up just right, the tables. He got some. Uh, he, his nieces were there helping out. Or was that your nieces? No, it was his. His nieces were there, uh, you know, taking the money. No, Brock uh, and I were fucking off
1: basically, and Mackie was working. He was,
0: wor- he was working it, man. The and dude
1: is always working. Yeah,
0: but he still had a good time.
1: I told yeah. him. he, no, said he so did.
0: As, he said so as much, and uh, he enjoyed the screening and everything too. Uh, But, yeah, he he was always working, and, you know, I really wasn't willing to do much work that night. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I really, we worked a lot to to have that experience for everybody else. And, you know, I just wanted to be part of it as well. And uh, so, thanks, Mackie. You rock.
1: You do. So, take this away, kids. At the end of the day, do the screening. Have the premiere. It'll be worth it. Your projection's probably going to be fucked up, and your sound might be fucked up, but <laughs> the experience is worth it. You yeah. know what? <laughs> you know what else is worth it, don't you? Man, I'm I'm curious again. I, I every time. Well, when we talk about the highs, oh yeah, the yeah. lows, and the in betweens of true independent filmmaking on the Any Film Sucks podcast, I believe we covered that today. We did, especially the highs. Yes, that is awesome. That one percent came through. It did. All right. Brought to you by 88 mm Productions You know, social media Like and subscribe or whatever to the YouTube channel Please For <laughs> God's sake, just tell people Just tell someone, hey, subscribe to this YouTube channel Man, they talk about Indie film stuff And how it sucks, but how it's also cool Whatever, I don't know See you next time Alright, good night everybody
0: Indie film sucks Indie film sucks
1: and we feel sucks